0: The Spiritual Musings of a Brown Girl is a production of Longfellow Entertainment. The Spiritual Musings of a Brown Girl is sponsored by Blue Lotus Hill Design. Blue Lotus Heel Designs is a digital boutique that features handcrafted jewelry and textiles. Follow Blue Lotus Heel Designs on Facebook and Instagram. Hey everyone, happy Wednesday, and welcome to another episode of the spiritual musings of a brown girl. And that brown girl would be me. How are you today? I hope that you're having a fantastical, fantastical week so far. And I want to wish you the best. And if your Wednesday is not flowing right, or if you've had a rocky start to your week, guess what? It's Wednesday it's hump day so guess what you got two more days you can make it (laughs) you can make it and how about this if you are employed at a place where you feel that your talents are not being recognized or underused and you feel it's time for a change and on this day you've absolutely had enough guess what you can open the door to other opportunities. If you're having issues within your family and you feel as if some things need to change, some things need to be said, better communication needs to happen, well, guess what? Today is the day to make it happen. Today is the day to sit down with your, with your family member if they are uh, willing and have that conversation to eliminate the stress that you are feeling in your life so you can move forward so both of you can move forward you're having some type of issue or situation with um, a friend and you feel as if you've come to you've reached the impasse and you know you're really not getting anywhere you're being cordial and doing all the things that friends should do, but there's something there that you need to have addressed. Today is the day that you do so. Today is the day that you approach your friend and you let them know, hey, this is what I'm hanging on to. And this is why I feel the way I feel. And I got to get this off my chest in order for us to have an authentic friendship and this is what I want to, want to tell you today. So, happy Wednesday! It's hump day. It's the middle of the week for some of us. The middle of the road for others. The end of the road on many situations in life. Today is the day, is the day that I want you to sit down and be authentic be transparent remember you only get this life in this present time make the most of it make the best of it so welcome to the spiritual musings of a brown girl i am so glad that you have returned to see what i'm up to um to maybe refresh yourself um Relax and you know, de stress if you can. This is the moment. Um, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about, we always talk about things of a spiritual nature, but um, there are two things I would like to talk about, and I want to see how you feel. What are your feelings on that? You know, over the weekend. Super Bowl Fifty Six occurred. I'm not a football fan, but I keep up with it from time to time for social and political reasons. But um, this Super Bowl was a little different because I was watching not just for uh, to be interjoined. <laughs> I mean, enjoying to be enjoyed and be entertained by. Uh, the game because I was kind of in shock that Matthew Stafford formerly of the Detroit Lions for I don't know how many seasons. It was shocking to see that he was in the Super <laughs> He was playing in the Super Bowl and he actually won. Oh my God. I had to see that for myself. But another reason why I was watching was to be entertained, and um, with the ha- by the halftime show, you know the halftime show, you had you know Dr. Dre and Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, uh, Fifty Cent was a special guest, and of course Snoop Dogg was there. And I was really, really excited for this halftime show. I don't think I have been more excited about something since Michael Jackson performed and then Prince. That was it. <laughs> I can't recall another time that I was excited about a Super Bowl halftime show because I really, they're, the performers that have, you know, Found themselves on on the Super Bowl, and I wonder, I wonder. Um, I think you two played one year as well. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I watched you two play on the in the Super Bowl halftime show. I'm not sure, but I think they did. You know, so out of maybe 56 years or 56 Super Bowls, I have been excited about maybe four halftime shows period i could really care less and sometimes i you know and let's be honest many times i watch the super bowl <laughs> halftime show on youtube period you know because i really don't care that much but i i had the opportunity to to really i was really excited this year about the lineup And, of course, um, this halftime show was phenomenal. It had to be, for me, one of the best Super Bowl halftime shows ever. And Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, and 50 Cent, they put on a show. They put on a show. Now... As I was going through social media and, you know, coming across different, you know, comments about the show, you know, yay or nay in that department, I came across a post that um, a gospel superstar um, just happened to put on his baseball page. I mean, Facebook, Facebook, Facebook page. (laughs) And he said that it was the best Super Bowl halftime show ever. And his name is Donnie McClurkin. And if you know anything about gospel music, then you know that Donnie McClurkin is a, you know, a gospel, you know, legend. Just a legend. And when he posted that onto his page, his, his followers, his friends, Facebook friends and followers, you know, they all say, well, you're right. I enjoyed it. It was the best and blah, blah, blah. But there was a great deal of people on his Facebook page underneath that post that questioned his spirituality that questioned him as a minister, that questioned his belief system as a Christian. And as I read through the comments, I was not surprised that there were a number of church people who felt that Donnie McClurkin, that he was, you know, slipping a bit. <laughs> that maybe he needed to rethink what he posted. There were those who questioned his ministry, questioned his relationship with God, questioned his relationship with the church. And As always, I found that to be fascinating because we are all human beings who are having, we're spiritual beings who are having a physical existence. And one person wrote that your walk with God. cannot be you, how, how do I put this? If you're walking with God and you're walking hand in hand with God, then you cannot entertain secular music, music that's unchristian. And with my background as One of Jehovah's Witnesses and being raised in this religion, I understood exactly where this uh, commenter came from. And I understood the message that was being conveyed. Because when you are deep seated, into a religion, everything outside of that is worldly and ungodly and in many ways satanic. And if it does not reek of the music of your religion, then it is wrong. It's considered a sin. And what I find fascinating though is the fact that we forget that it's possible to hold the hand of God and be accepting, understanding, appreciative, and even entertained by things that are not considered of God. And I I say that loosely because I believe that everything has its roots in a God-like foundation. But I believe also that there can be deviations when Sometimes negative energy or evil spirits influences it. I know a lot of people have their own thing about hip-hop music and rap music, and I get that. But like Donnie McClurkin, I am of a certain generation. I am of the generation of when hip-hop was officially born. I remember the first hip-hop records on the radio. I remember being in awe when I first heard the Sugar Hill Gang's um, record, Rapper's Delight. I remember sitting in the car with my parents, mesmerized by this thing on the radio this person or these persons who were talking on top of a chic record I remember going to school and talking about it I remember when Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five um, arrived on the scene with the message oh man what a message it was If you are of a certain age, hip hop is in your blood, it's who you are. And there's no way that you can rightly extract that medium of music from your DNA. That's just with, that's just the way it is. But I do understand that when you accept a religious way of life and a, a religious doctrine and you decide to conform to it, I understand that there are boundaries. I understand that there are rules and regulations that you go by. But the thing that I have to say is the fact that this is where religion and religious doctrine goes wrong. Putting a stigma on music that's considered secular and not Christian is ungodlike. It's unspiritual like. If you are a person that claims that you are a devout Christian and you attend church and you do all of these good works and these things that supposedly sets you apart from everyone else, then to me, that's unchristian. That's ungodlike and it's not spiritual. And see, that's the difference between being a spiritual person and being just a religious person. Because see, a religious person is going to adhere to the doctrines based on what man has said, based on what man has dictated. When you are on a spiritual walk with God, then that relationship and connection that you have with God is going to guide you in your everyday life. And if you so choose to listen and enjoy Dr. Dre's next episode, (laughs) or let's say, you know, you are bopping in your car to gin and juice by Snoop Dogg, then that's your walk. That's part of who you are. That doesn't make you more or less of a Christian. That that does not make you more or less than a devout person who believes in God. And this is the reason why so many people are leaving churches. Are leaving religion, period. Because believe it or not, God is accepting of everyone, everyone who exhibits love, understanding, compassion, grace, and mercy. So let's say, I would say to this commenter, when you know she noted that, you know, she doesn't listen to any music outside of Christian music and the secular music is sinful and unchurchlike, ungodlike. Then you're saying that the music of Mary Mary can't minister to people who are like Snoop or the people, I should say it like this, the you're saying that the music of Mary Mary cannot minister to people or the people that Snoop Dogg or Dr. Dre or 50 Cent talk about in their music. What you're saying is that gospel music cannot minister to people who are in prison or people who are on the corners of Compton during the Crip Walk? Are you saying that gospel music, the music of Donnie McClurkin, can't minister to people who are in the club having a good time? Are you saying that Christian music is only for Christians? And that secular music is for sinners? Guess what? You can be a steadfast Christian and the music of Dr. Dre and the music of Snoop Dogg And the music of Kendrick Lamar and the music of Eminem can minister to you as well. How's that? Brown girl, how is that even possible? Because what music does is it combines or joins forces with your spirit, with your soul. It connects To you, and whatever emotions you may be feeling in that moment, sometimes music has the power to heal you and to embrace you, to pick you up, encourage you, speak to you entertain you, bring you out of whatever lows that you may be feeling. It has the ability, the capability to do that. Maybe on this particular day, I am not feeling the Clark sisters. Maybe I have gone through something and I need something to minister that to that in my soul. So maybe I'm going to put on something that relate, I am able to relate to on another level that can minister to me. Or minister or bring to me the feeling that I need in that moment. Because that's what music does. It's like a bomb. But see, it's about who you are and what your walk is as a spiritual person and not as a religious person. Because music, melody, rhyme, all comes from God. It's a gift of the universe. And no, I don't listen to a lot of things that do not minister to me and minister to my soul. But There there is music that ministers to me. And some days, it's Dr. Dre. Some days, it's the Bee Gees. (laughs) Some days, it's the Clark Sisters. Some days, it's the Jackson 5. But just because I listen to Dr. Dre or Jimi Hendrix or, you know, The Temptations or Bob Marley or Diana Ross, that doesn't make my walk as a child of God any less important and any less meaningful than the person who only listens to Christian music or gospel music. And to anyone that would discriminate and say that, yes, my walk is less meaningful because I listen to secular music, then you need to understand the difference between being a spiritual person and a person who only adheres to the doctrines and dogma of a religion. When you are spiritual, you are able to, to see above and fly above labels. You're able to see through labels. You're able to find the good and the satisfying in all things instead of just the negativity. Today's thought as we close out this episode of the spiritual musings of a brown girl is to remain open-minded. Don't let religion separate you from a spiritually profitable walk that encompasses more than just one type of thing that embraces more than just one designated designated section of life and of the world. Because that is not what the universe is about. The universe is vast and so should be our perspective as spiritual beings. Thank you so much for tuning in this week to the spiritual musings of a brown girl. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next week. Have a great Wednesday.